New York. Hey, you guys, welcome to another edition of the 914 Sports Podcast. My name is Frankie Fremonti, and New Haven Pizza could eat my ass. <laughs> Joining me, as always, are my co hosts, Tony Boza. Yo. Joe Diegas. What's up, everybody? And Steven Signori's here. Howdy. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> We've got the Olympics. We've got an NBA Finals champion because, of course, they finished on Tuesday, you know, when we record on Mondays because we fucking sucked. We've got – what else do we got? We got baseball because I'm got ready to kill myself. We've got some positivity. We've got USA soccer because Joe's not going to shut up about it in the group chat. So we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> wait, I wait, think- wait. Joe only gets to talk about soccer if he answers this question correctly. Did okay. you order the jerseys yet? No, Nick, no, I have not because oh, no. my, God, my brother Joe? hasn't sent me his order yet. That's well, why. Well, fuck Nikki. <laughs> yeah, t- Nikki knows how to do it. He can do it on his own. Also, he why did I? That's it. Why did you tell me you didn't get an answer from me when I told you a year ago what I wanted? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not searching back for it. What do I want, oh, Joe? Joe? Guess. I'll, I'll, give I'll give you three guesses. I will give you three guesses what I want. You want a West Ham jersey, but I don't know which player you want now. You want Declan Rice. No. No. You want Suchek. Thank you. With the Chica. Make sure you get the Chica over the letter chica. that has the Chica. I forget what letter has the Chica. Chica, Chica. And you're not getting paid it. until it's in my hands. I'm telling tell you now. Nick, <laughs> tell Nikki he's got until tomorrow and then order the damn jerseys. I would like gotcha. it for open. I would like it for the first game of the season. I know this you isn't. You're, not, you're definitely not going to get this. It isn't this don't isn't going to have out. it. These no, things don't wouldn't. come until like five or six weeks from when he orders it. Hold on, this isn't going to work he out. Just drops it out of nowhere and it's like, right, oh, hey, here's your here's your care package. This Football isn't going to work. Seven weeks. This isn't going to oh, work out because oh, nobody listens. You this isn't going to Premier League. Shut the fuck up, Steve. No, Frank. I've been trying to say this for five minutes. I know nobody listens, so this Thank isn't going to work. Connecticut pizza can eat your ass. I'm not letting Listen, it does. Go fuck yourself. You're not from Yonkers. You fucking, you fucking replacement ass motherfucker. Go ahead, Frank. I know we have no listeners, so this isn't going to work out the way I want it to. But everybody that listens, make sure that you message Joe on Instagram or text him and be like, hey, did you order the jerseys yet? Hey, you ordered the jerseys yet? Every day until we tell you that he ordered the jerseys. Thank you. All meanwhile, four of you. meanwhile, we don't post on our Instagram enough. Both my <laughs> fault, Frankie's fault, and whoever else was running it. But Steven, I don't now, know what Joe's handle is. <laughs> but now, but now, but now, I'm trying. I'm trying to ruin Joe's day, so I will be posting every day from now, from when this drops until he orders the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Well, we also need to get better on the socials, just for the sake of uh, next week. We'll have a a post wedding podcast episode, which I'm sure we're bound to get uh, get some peeps on. Hell yeah. Yeah, we've I'm got sure a we'll Yeah. So you can tell everybody how Frankie uh, cried at the ceremony and then cried at the reception. They're married. I'm, I don't give a shit. No, Frankie, it doesn't go like that. It's not it like. Does. It does. It doesn't go like, oh, you grew back eyebrows. I could be nice to you. Oh, you got married. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, like, you have to just like give people credit for what they're doing. 
No, they're married already. I'm not going to cry. I'm over it. Yeah, okay. I'm sick of them already. I'm willing to put money on the fact that you're going to cry. No, you're going to cry because you're a little baby boy. I'm going to be no, fine. In my, in my old I age, did. I've gotten very uh, very emotional. I'm I'm going to cry when I realize that we drank all the White Claws and then we have to get back on the bus for four <laughs> hours. That's when I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's not right. let's not have that happen again where uh there's not enough booze on the on the bus. Yeah, we I think we're we've got it pretty much figured out. We'll we'll make sure that we got this. Good. Anyways, hey, this is a sports podcast, so let's talk about sports. Uh fuck you, Steve. You know what? Yeah, fuck you, Frank. You want to let me talk about it? Yeah, go ahead. Talk about it. I am <laughs> I'm so fucking happy, man. <laughs> But, like, I knew that this was going to happen. Like, they're talking about the restructuring the contract. No, you didn't. The last dance. Well, no, because we, I've been saying it the whole time. The cap hit from from this year versus next year I don't know. is, is Hold on. so small that the Packers. I had to mute him because he didn't even introduce what sport we're talking about, what contract situation we're talking about. Oh. I know you've been gone. But you were on last week. I, I thought you I'm were. Little, I thought I'm you were. I'm a little raw. I'm a little I thought raw. You were it's also been prepared. such a long time that like people don't remember the fandoms. But yes, I am a Green Bay Packers fan, and I have been in limbo with my fandom for. I mean, well, how long has this been going on, guys? Two, three months now since the but, Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, well, then shit a lot longer. But. Since they lost the championship Will he stay? Will he go? And everybody assuming that everything's going to be fine. Power rankings still having the Packers as as full-on contenders for the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, the elephant in the room is, will Aaron Rodgers get traded? Will he come back? Will he retire? He did that little stint on Jeopardy. He was great. I don't think he's going to do that full time. I think that's it's pretty obvious, uh, at least now. I thought he was, I thought he was probably better than any of the on any of the hosts, I'm not going to make this a Jeopardy podcast, but um, I'm ha- I'm ecstatic. I mean, as a Packers fan, we're going to get one more year of Aaron Rodgers. The way the ca- the contract is structured right now, going to take a bad cap hit this year. He goes back at it once more with Devontae Adams, and then we cut him next year because the cap hit won't be that big. And they even said that they're restructuring the contract even more, so we don't take we take even less of a cap hit for next year. So I think that's the way it'll go. I think I'm okay with it. I'm content with this as a. I mean, we've been we've been competitive for 25 years. At some point, the ball's got to drop, and if we could do it amicably, 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 Jesus, I said I said that terribly. I can't come out. Um, then it is what it is. Like. One more last dance, and then and then and then he's gone. And then we and then and then that's when I have to start worrying about. All right, is he going to go to the fucking Patriots? And do I have to start rooting with Frankie? That's going to be terrible. But I'm excited. And now Devonte Adams wants to come back to the table. This whole day was like a a whirlwind for us Packers. Just get on the love like Lazard. Like just just start getting See, onto that train. That's the point I don't understand. That this makes Devontae Adams want to come back and sign a long-term deal. If I'm yeah, Devontae I Adams, I want no part of a long-term deal knowing that Rodgers is gone after this season. Yeah. I'm like, I all right, I'll see. come back on a year. I'll come back for one year. That's it. Like, would you I franchise tag? Sure. I'm out after this year. Because then I got to go to Jordan Love? 
Mm-mm. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah I was surprised restructure about that. me. The Aaron Rodgers thing, like the contract's always been that way where he'll he'll leave next year and he also just doesn't like the Packers anyway, but like he loves Green Bay. Um, but yeah, Devontae Adams, like just I like I would leave. And and it, and it makes the Aaron Jones contract just even that much more mind boggling. Like I, I guess granted for a running back, like he'll do it once more with these guys and then kind of carry whoever they bring in because but they'll they'll most likely start Jordan Love and see what they have the same way that the Packers did it with Aaron Rodgers back when Brett Favre was the quarterback uh, and wanted to come back. Uh, and Aaron Jones can at least help alleviate some of the pressure that's going to be on Jordan Love because the Lions should also be in a pretty good spot too for Jordan Love come that time because um, you got Bakhtiari there still. Um, our center just got drafted. Right tackle's in a good spot after Balaga left. And then I'm pretty sure our guards are in a, in a good spot too. So we'll have a pretty good it, – it'll be like the Dallas Cowboys with like Dak coming in and like Dak can't fail with the top five line and fucking Ezekiel Elliott running the ball. And let's not forget they have Blake Bortles still. Yeah. So <laughs> I think he's our third-string quarterback. I mean, if Rodgers is Jordan Love is a third-string quarterback this year, like like it, that just makes me even more mad that they would move up and get him. Jordan Love is not a good quarterback. No, he's not. I mean, he's not. He's just. And this you know is what? coming people from a guy who Rogers knows wasn't going to be good. And then look what happened. Like it was three. Did like people say, did people say that about Aaron Rodgers? They yeah, thought, he, dude, he sat three years and just played preseason and like did not play as that. That yeah, first he was season also, that he came in, he saw he showed flashes, but I think that first season he came in, we were like, yeah, but I think the eight and eight, nine and it, seven, and then all of a sudden. Another eight and eight, nine and seven, but he played great in the playoffs, and we had an awesome defense. I think the only difference with that, Steve, is when when they drafted Rodgers, like it was a big deal that he slipped down to twenty four. Yeah, like, everybody true. was freaking was, out. Like he was what highly the hell? touted and supposed to yeah. go way before that. He ended up slipping, and then he got benched for three years because Favre was there. Because Favre's there, yeah. Like, Jordan Love, everyone was like, was... "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah, like, that, yeah. Yeah, was, Jordan Love. It was the opposite. It was like, wait, what? Why is he this high? Like, they could have waited that's, that's a round only, or two. That's my only main. That's the only difference. Uh, listen, I, we can all say Jordan Love stinks, but we're not going to know until he plays. Yeah, uh, I mean, who the fuck thought Patrick Mahomes? Like, we all laughed at the Chiefs when they when they moved up to Patrick Mahomes, and now I didn't just because I saw him at God college all the time, but I still didn't think he was going to be this, but. Yeah, and were we laughing at them or were we laughing at We're laughing his at the dumb, Bears? Were we laughing yeah. at his dumb Muppet voice? His voice, yeah, voice. <laughs> Who, Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, guys. <laughs> oh no! Everybody was laughing at the fact that he Steven, wasn't it was that a joke. touted. Deshaun Watson was like gold, and then Mitch Trubisky was just like prototypical. Yeah, but didn't quarter. Watson get drafted before Mahomes? Oh, yeah. literal Steve. Oh no! I'm. Oh, maybe I missed the point. But that's was making like, a joke. Two guys were taken before Mahomes, and Mahomes was just like an afterthought. Like he was just like a guy that had big arms. It wasn't that he was like a prototypical guy. But honestly, that's a great transition in the next football subject we should talk about, and that's yes. Sean Watson. Sean Watson. He reported to camp. Yeah, Deshaun Watson reported to camp. They're still like. 
The Texans want to trade him now. Hey, if, he's just there. So there go there's on, like double-digit allegations against him. There's like civil suits and 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 whatever. You're a lawyer, Bozo. What are they? Civil suits and what's and the other? So right now they're all civil suits. I don't think there is a criminal file against him. So I basically oh, okay. said I I'm shocked. I thought he was suspended at this point or on the NFL like commissioner's exempt list. Like, I really thought he was. And then when that came out, and I was talking about this with a couple other people, they're like, no, I don't think they've technically suspended him yet, which is a little surprising to me. Um, I thought that they would have. That also feels like maybe that's a technicality because it's civil suits. Like, maybe they yeah. can't suspend him until it's a criminal yeah, thing. Yeah, but, I mean, Bauer isn't a criminal thing, and he's but on the – Two different sports. It's two different commissions. Right, no, 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 I'm saying, right, yes. But you let's not act uh, like yeah. MLB usually no, handles things correctly. I, um, although NFL does have its track record. Yeah, no. Like, I, hey, Ray Rice, you know, uh, you get four games for punching this lady in the face. And uh, you know that guy that smoked pot that one time and then happened to have a drug test the next day? Yeah, he gets four games too, so. That's how we do things around here until everybody lost their fucking minds. Yeah. No, so it, what's, it's just funny now. Like, let's just talk about the football side of it because, mm-hmm. honestly, the criminal side and the civil side, that's bad. And But that's a situation. We don't have all the facts. We don't know what the hell's going on. So True. we would just sound like idiots talking about it. Yes. Um, on the football side, it's hysterical now that the Texans are like, yeah, we want to trade him. Like, you idiots, nobody's going to trade yeah, for him now. I mean, what, what is the price for that? Like, oh, seventh round. sure, here's a seventh-round pick for a guy that might – that A, is bringing in all the distractions in the world right now, and that B, might end up going to jail if this ever does become a criminal thing. Mm-hmm. Can't believe so, he's not on the Jets yet. <laughs> it, it's amazing. I said the old Jets would have traded for him right before those allegations broke. Like, it would have been not like – Jet. Speaking of the Jets, do you guys watch Ted Lasso? I need to start no, watching. I got to catch up. Good. Uh, season two had a Jets joke in it. Of course. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I was like, really, man? Like, like NBC, SN, like soccer show, and you you really got to go that far to make fun of the Jets. Yep, that's exactly what they need to Fucked do. Up. But yes, um, Ted Lasso, watch that shit. So the Watson Watson is. That's an interesting – I'm just so happy. Football is six weeks away. Training camp started. I think the Hall of Fame game is next Thursday. Yeah. It's the 5th, so next Thursday. I just – oh, football – fantasy football is getting around the corner. I don't I, think we spoke about this either, but we have uh, – the, the one person who's not here today, his team is going to be on hard knocks. I don't think we mentioned I can't believe that. they're on the hard knocks. They're on Damn. hard knocks. Fuck the Cowboys. Hey, the Cowboy fan's not here. We don't have to talk about that shitty team. I wonder the what. It, I wonder if they asked the Texans and the NFL was like, "No, that's not happening." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we're not that. doing that. Hard Knocks is like we have exclusive footage of the parlor. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I would not. I, I would watch every Sunday to see what the hell is going on, but um, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, other news and notes. I know Chandler Jones has requested a trade from the Cardinals. He's pissed off about his situation. Uh, yeah. Joe, if the Giants don't go all over that, they're just idiots. I'm I know. surprised about that, that he would want to leave Arizona. I feel like Arizona is such a – I think like, they set up I – mean, hey, Man, Boza, Boza, that's your second team. Well, I don't know why they're not I, – I know it's money. It's it's not like playing time or anything like that. It's, it's money. money. 
Well, the other thing with the Cardinals is everything with the vaccines and Fitzgerald. Because that just happened this week, too. Wait, he said he's not getting – all right, so no, – no, What if that was DeAndre? It, it oh, was no, sorry, Hopkins. Sorry, Hopkins, my oh, bad. Oh, all right. I was going to say, Fitz did that, say? No, no, Hopkins, yeah. my bad. No, with Hopkins talking about the vaccine. And now they're also saying that for any unvaccinated player – I think that breaks protocol. I think it was like another like 18,000 they're trying to do. So like NFL is yeah. really trying to like knock down so, on that. So what Joe's talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is the NFL came out with a li- their list of rules this year for COVID because they don't want another situation like the Steelers-Ravens game they had last year where they had to play like three games in like eight days or whatever the fuck it was. Um, basically, if you are unvaccinated and – your team has an outbreak and the game gets canceled, your team forfeits. Also, if they don't reschedule the game, nobody gets paid. Not a single player gets paid from either team, yeah. which I don't think is fair, by the way, to no. the team that doesn't have the outbreak. But I, I get why the NFL is doing it. They're trying to put player pressure on the non-vaccinated players. Well, they're putting pressure on on the vaccinated players to tell the non-vaccinated players, get the fuck vaccinated so we get paid. Um, did, did it state, like, what warrants a forfeit? Like, how many players on the active it, roster need to you be? Can't, you can't feel the team. Okay. Basically, so, I think it is. I think you just like, can't feel the team and they... Squad. I think it, it's like you can't feel the team. I don't... I Basically, I don't think they want what happened in the Saints-Broncos game to happen either. They, you can't feel the competitive team either. But if they can fit, say like a game, say a game gets canceled because of a COVID outbreak, both teams have the same buy. They can reschedule that game for the bye week. Right. So they won't like that. Doesn't that what won't affect anything? That, what are the chances? One, what are the chances of that? Like everything has to fall into place perfectly, which is why they're doing this because they don't want you know a team they playing three games in eight in eight days or three games over a two week span or getting delayed till tuesday or almost wednesday like there was there was so much nonsense where teams kept getting pushed back and kept mo- getting moved around and now there's two monday night games this week or now there's a tuesday game this week where now it's just they kind of put their foot down and said hey listen you can't figure it out you can't figure it out we're not we're not making concessions when people didn't listen to us for the last year so, so far, Hopkins already came out and basically had a tweet storm, like, making me choose between the thing I love and what I believe in. And Jalen Ramsey and him were going back and forth about, like, like Jalen was, I guess, agreeing with him. But it didn't – see, I couldn't tell if Ramsey is vaccinated. It doesn't sound like he is based on his tweets. It's also Cole Jalen Beasley, Ramsey, so, like, <laughs> just just that asshole. alone. Cole Beasley it's came out hard. and was basically like, I'm not getting vaccinated. Um I'm pretty sure Josh Allen's on that train, too. He just hasn't said anything. And then you had a couple coaches who resigned because the coaches basically – the NFL said, fuck it with the coaches. You need to – I think if you're tier one is how they labeled it, and you're not vaccinated, you can't, like, meet directly with the players, which if you're an assistant coach, that just doesn't work. So the team's going to let you go. Yeah, so I, think I think the Ravens, the Ravens let somebody go, and the Pats the, let somebody go, and the Vikings. The Vikings, mm-hmm. I think, were the first, and then it was the Pack, Pats, and the Ravens. So we're gonna see. Listen, we're not gonna sit here and talk about back getting back. Should you or should you not? But uh, the NFL is doing everything in their power to just be like, 
get vaccinated. We don't want to deal with this. And from the NFL, it's not, I don't want to hear the NFL is trying to protect people. It's, this is, it's all about money for the NFL. If a game gets canceled, that's a lot of fucking money that goes down a, the drain. There's a big difference between Sunday night football ad revenue and Tuesday thrown together broadcast revenue. Right. So, so this is all about money. This isn't about health and safety. I, I, this is all about money for the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of money, what do you guys think about the uh, Texas and Oklahoma seeding from the Big 12? Well, I guess, are we good with the NFL? Because th- this is big news. Uh, um, yeah, I think that was it for the NFL. Unless, yeah. was that more than somebody's one-minute drill? One drill? That's why I was like, it's not my uh-huh. Oh, no, Joe, uh-huh. Joe, that was never going to be a one-minute yeah, drill. Joe, because that's like I have massive, so much to news. say about that. We'll go, go ahead, though. Steve, you brought no, it up, though. Yeah, you guys can start. Steve, well, I mean, I was saying, what do you guys think? I, I think it's asinine. And it's funny, when I went to mm-hmm. when I went to Boston this weekend, met two guys that uh, are from Houston, and then another, like one of those guys and the other one in their group went to UT. And they went to UT when, like, Vince Young won. Like, they were at that game. And they were also at the championship game where Cole McCoy got hurt. So, like, they were there for, like, the big time. Like, this is this is UT football. And they're like, we're so fucking pissed because the Big 12 is crumbling. And now we're about to go to the SEC and just get demolished by all these teams. And, like, the same thing happened with Texas A&M. Like, they, had, they, they, they wrote on that little high that they had for a few years in the Big 12, went to the SEC, and now they get crushed. And they got – granted, they have Jimbo Fisher, but they're not going to get to any type of level that they could have if they just stayed in the Big 12. And Texas and Oklahoma are just going to get – like, they'll, they'll have better access to recruits, but they're still going to get destroyed. I think Oklahoma is going to be fine. I think Texas is going to get – Yeah, Oklahoma is will not, be fine. Is not ready for uh, what they're know. getting themselves yeah. into. Steve, so they, it's not like they're going into it next year. You have to remember, this is not until, what, 2025 or 2024. Right. So there's still a few years of, and, like, runway where this may even get a couple prospects to go over knowing that they're going to be playing in the SEC. So and, it's not like it's ruining recruiting next year. It, it's something where there's more of a plan in place. From a gambling perspective, like, Vegas ran the odds of, like, if Texas played every team in the SEC and if Oklahoma played every team in the SEC, um, Texas would only be an underdog, I think it was, to two teams. It was Bama and Georgia. I think really? Bama, they were like a 10-point dog, and Georgia, they were like a five-point dog. Yeah, who else would be better than them? Than Texas? Than Texas? Yeah. Oh, probably half the teams in the SEC are better than Texas. Oh. That's Vanderbilt's, a right Vanderbilt's not. A&M's not. LSU is not. LSU, um, absolutely L- not. Steve, LSU was like five and seven last year. They were bad. You're, yeah, but Texas still- is di- Texas is terrible now. You guys are right with Oklahoma. I'll give you Oklahoma. No, all right. So Oklahoma was underdog to one team, Alabama, and it was a three. And it, they basically said it would depend where they played. If they were in Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma might be the favorite. They said. I think Texas lives off of their history. They they suck. They're not good anymore. They're not right, fine. But like, even if I give you Florida, Steve. Like the other teams like, in the yeah. SEC, like aren't Florida, LSU, Texas. Georgia, Alabama, LSU is horrendous. LSU is not good this year. You the were LSU still living off the LSU. Yeah, they were great the year before, and they're not good right now. The SEC is living off 
Alabama, Alabama being great and Georgia. Game. They live off Bama and Georgia, and Georgia being good. Because now, like, if you look at it, really, the ACC is probably all around better than the SEC, which is insane. No, right? okay, ACC no, still a, ACC is a one team conference. Yeah, yes. I wouldn't say that, Frankie. The, if you, you want to say think the, the, you don't think the bottom teams are better no. than the bottom teams in the SEC, the best overall no. conference, like the, the no, I shouldn't say that the. Most parody is it, conference. Is it the Big, Big Eight Ten. now that these two left? <laughs> no, the Big Ten. The Big Ten is probably, like, the most – like, Ohio State is still king. But, like, Wisconsin is always really good. Yeah. Michigan Wisconsin's for all their shit is – Michigan, for the most part, is pretty good. Uh, Michigan State always finds ways to win. Um, they all beat up on each other. For, yeah, they all beat the shit out of each other, and, they, and that's why they only always get one team. Um Joe, do you want to go before I go into the whole? Well, the one thing I, I didn't see. So SEC now would have sixteen teams, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like the whole point of like why I like it is because it's crazy how the college platform. I don't want to see college platform. I want to say college football specifically. They're definitely rebranding themselves. So there's going to be a lot of interesting things on how they're positioning themselves, not only for TV ratings. Like it, it's going to be one of those things where you're going to have a lot of people who are, if they weren't already dialing in on Saturday and Sunday for football games, they are absolutely going to do that in the next couple of years with how everything is being set up. So I think what's really going to be imperative is who is now the Big Ten, let's call them, what teams are they going to try and bring in? Because it's going to be more of like super conferences where there's going to be yeah. more teams in, included. Super so you're going to see what is the Notre Dame going to do. I mean, like that's going to be an interesting one if, if there's any, any conference that's going to really bring them yeah. in. But you're going to see a lot more movement because of it and see more competitive football against teams that you wouldn't necessarily see playing unless they were playing in the playoff. Yeah. Um, and they're good. They're going to have to, they're going to have to expand it from four to eight if they haven't already. No, they haven't. They will. Yeah, so. cause It's going to be so tough now that those two teams are in the sec. You're going to have like one sec champion. There's going to be an at large sec team every single year. If you're, if you're going to keep it at four, and then it's just going to make more teams join conferences, which is why Notre Dame is going to have to join a conference at some point because they're going to get shut out of everything. Well, not, if Notre not Dame being in the conference, if Notre Dame is joining a conference, it'll be the ACC. Yeah, they so. should join the Big Ten, but they'll join the ACC. I, yeah. I think it'd be smart if they do the Big Ten, but they'll most likely go ACC. Well, they, well, they play um, ACC basketball already. Yeah, I think so. It makes a lot of sense. I think right now, I think TCU, Texas Tech, and one of the other Big 12 teams has reached out to the Pac-12 about joining them. I know Texas um, Tech and TCU. I remember. I heard. Can't that. remember who the third team is. The most interesting element. I want to talk about a couple things. I'm glad you brought it up, Steve. Most interesting element to me about this is so, Joe or Steve, who said the 2025 thing? I did. Joe did. All right. So that's when Fox's rights basically, I think, run out for yeah. Texas. And Ooh. Oklahoma, and guess who gets? And guess who rivalry? Guess who gets to scoop that up? ESPN, ESPN with the SEC network. So yeah. a lot of people are saying that ESPN is kind of behind the scenes pulling all these strings um, because they now have the SEC network. Uh, they they have some Big Ten, they've got ACC. some Pac-12, they've got the ACC. So ESPN is just scooping up all these fucking things, which kind of the only reason I it sucks for me is because. Like for me, it's always great when there's a game on on CBS, Fox, ABC, and ESPN, and then Fox Sports, and like it's cool when there's a game on every channel. You just keep switching mm-hmm. back and forth, which I'm sure you Fox will find someone else. To, so Fox is pissed off about this. 
Texas A&M is hysterical thinking that they were going to be able to stop them, Texas, from joining uh, the SEC being like, we want to be the only Texas school in SEC. Like, Texas is probably the number – they don't – they haven't won like this, but they're probably the number three brand in college when it comes to football, I want to say, behind Alabama and maybe like Ohio State. Like, I would say would it, Texas might still be number one. Like, I'll still say Bama's probably number one brand for I think that, I think well, you're, just you're thinking Texas is probably two. You're, yeah, I think you're thinking nationally too. You're thinking nationally. I think mm-hmm. once you walk into Texas, you realize, oh, oh this blow. Oh, no, but I'm saying bad. like, no. you're going Not nationally broad, counting Texas as one entity. Until you get to Texas and realize that Texas is a million entities and every place else is one entity. That's the problem is that Texas is probably bigger than Bama, but you got to be in Texas to realize it, which like it sounds like it's obvious, but like I I get what I'm saying. Somebody might get me. So I'm interested to see where they go from here just with the. So there's been a couple things thrown out there. Like eventually they, the big four conferences will kind of do kind of like a premier league where they have 30 to 32 teams on the top division. Um, And then there'll be a second division of, I guess the other 90 teams and they'll go in and out from there. I don't, the only way I don't see that really working because like then a lot of the top teams aren't going to want to do that because then you're not going to have like, Bama running the table every year and Plus it takes going 11-1. It takes the tradition out of yeah. college sports. Um, like Alabama is, is going to play Auburn no more. Ole Miss which is thank you State if they don't get caught. Florida, Florida State. Like the, like you look forward to rivalry week to see all that right. stuff. Which is why out. I'm pissed that there's no more Texas, Texas Tech. No more Oklahoma, Texas Tech game going forward. Yeah. Like Those are fucking great games. Those I love are. the big I love the Big 12 because there's no defense and it's usually just offense. Yeah. And it's so much fun to watch. Um, yeah. There's going to be four conferences going forward. The Big 12 is dead. Uh, that's for sure. Well, it's the Big um, 12 and it's got eight teams in it. So, like. Yeah. Big 12 is dead. Um, and all the teams will have somewhere to go. Nebraska will end up back on Nebraska. Yeah. Like, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, the NCAA cannot be happy about this because eventually these – these conferences are going to just break away from the NCAA and start their own thing because the NCAA has got no power anymore. Yep. You know, they, finally, they finally gave players like the ability to go make money because yeah. it was pretty much their last ditch effort to be like, see, we could do, look, guys, we're still, we could still be a thing, right? Like, you're going to, you're going to stick with us. You could get paid now, right? And everybody's going to just be like, no, nah, thanks. Thanks for making it so all these leagues, like the SEC now has to make sure that we all get paid still. Whatever it becomes, we have to all get paid. Go fuck yourself. See you later. It all, it also sucks, too, because you it, the Texas versus Oklahoma Red River rivalry kind of loses its luster because, one, the SEC never plays their rivalry games in the beginning of the season, and Texas-Oklahoma does. And the big thing about that matchup was, like, in the past, whoever won that matchup was probably going to end up winning the Big 12 because it was just really them at the top together. Uh, and I feel like now, especially – I mean, they're going to have to do a realignment of the SEC divisions where Texas and Oklahoma are on the same side, and they'll just take one of the other teams in the SEC East or West and, and move them over. 
Yeah. But I feel like it just loses its luster because they're so – I mean, I guess – what's the side of the SEC that has, like, all the good teams now and then it's just, like – I think Bama, LSU. Georgia and, and everybody else. I think Bama and LSU are on the same side. Yeah, yeah. And then Georgia just, uh, like, destroys Bama, I think it's Bama, LSU, and the Florida. Florida. Is it Florida on that side too? Hang on. Let me just pull this up. No, I, thought I, Georgia, Georgia, I thought Florida was on the same side as Georgia, aren't they? The East and then the West is yes, Alabama, okay. LSU, uh, Auburn. Hang on one second, and I will tell you. That would make a lot more okay. sense. It's Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri. Yeah, the, the East is a lot weaker than the West. Uh, yeah. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. And then the West, it's Bama, Arkansas, Auburn, LSU, University of Mississippi, Mississippi State, and Texas A&M. So West is a lot stronger. You know what they might – I don't know, actually. What I would do is I would throw A&M – I would throw the Mississippis maybe to the East mm-hmm. and, put, and have all three Texas schools. You have, all, you have both Alabama schools. Um, and then you have uh, Arkansas and LSU. Yeah, that makes a lot. That makes a ton of sense. Because all three, uh, not sorry, I didn't. All three. You need to have Texas, Texas Tech, uh, Texas, Texas A and M, and Oklahoma on the same side. Yeah, the three of them need to be on the same side. And Steve, would you talking about how it kind of takes the luster away? I, while I agree, since it's early in the season and it could kind of go either way, that makes sense. If both of these teams end up like making this move, end up recruiting better and getting better, and like we're going into 2024, 2025 with them as like serious contenders where it might be like, they're the at large, like sec team that ends up being like the four seed, especially if it doesn't expand or if it does expand, it's like, Oh, that like one of these teams is going to make it as like an eight seed. That rivalry game now means something at the end of the year. Cause now it's, Hey, we're playing to win or maybe not to play Alabama, like Alabama is probably going to win the fucking the West. But see, that's, but that's we're playing to be in the West with them. No, no, but I'm saying at least they might be playing because if the East is as weak as it is, like say if Georgia has a bad year, they might be the second best team in the West, and that like that rivalry game will mean something because now Alabama is going to win the SEC, they're going to win the West, but the second best West team might make it in as like a seven or eight seed. Yeah, I, I think that if anything, now that we're talking about it, they should just do away with the East and the West and just have one big SEC standing because the Red River rivalry it, is going to is going to be worth nothing. I think it's too many teams though. Sixteen teams is too much. Well, yeah, but you're you're essentially killing off a Texas Oklahoma rivalry because you know Bama is just going to run the table either way. No, but still, you get that Saturday. You get the waste. you get the rivalry game weekend. Where all the SEC teams play their rival, that's yeah, but still it won't a big mean anything. They won't go anywhere. Like Alabama is going to play Georgia or or Florida, whoever comes but out of the that, shitty East. But that's not rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend's the weekend before that. Where I'm saying, like, say okay, say Florida or Georgia comes out of the East, but they're not good. They might win the East and then get demolished by Alabama, and then whoever wins Texas and Oklahoma might be the second SEC team to make it in an expanded play. Like that large. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like they'd rather have, instead of having the shitty East team, they have the good West team that just happened to not be Alabama that year. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe one of these teams beat, is better than Alabama one year, 
and then you know Alabama's going to fucking make it. Hey guys, Alabama was shit two years ago, so... Yeah, but they were shit two years ago, and then we're our Alabama again. Yeah, they're shit for so a like, year at a time. Right. So I mean, there always will be teams that pop up. So. Yeah, you just gotta hope that you're good the year that they're bad. That right. Bama's bad. Like LSU, LSU was fucking fantastic. That yeah, year. took advantage. They like figured out, hey, Bama's gonna be bad this year. Let's go all in. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, go I'm, I'm excited. College football's NFL seven weeks away. Football. College football is fucking like four weeks away. Fucking mid, uh, and it's like the last week of August. I fucking also. Wait. Hey, we're fucking. We're like we have the podcast now, so we get to pay attention to a full year of college football and not just be like, all right, we're three weeks in. We can't start talking about college football right now. Plus, we know what we're doing now, guys. We might be able to talk about college football this year. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm throwing this out there so none of you guys get confused. Wisconsin is my football school because neither <laughs> of my schools have decided to ever f- put a Division One football team on the field. Fucking Fordham uh, plays in the goddamn Patriot League. And <laughs> Fordham's like a D7 school at this point. <laughs> St. John's doesn't even have a football team. Thanks. Throwing that out there. Wisco. Wisco. Let's go. I'm going to say this because it's going to change probably weekly, but go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. Uh, you got to say it a little bit deeper, Frank. No, no I I'm, it's go not. Tigers. I'm not ready for the season go yet. Tigers. It'll get deep. It'll go get deeper as go we go get closer. Then they're going to lose. Go the weather gets colder. The whiskey gets stronger. Go they're going to get what's it called? They're going to get blown out week one, and it's going to be like, "Hey, Oklahoma, what's going on?" Go, go Tiger. No, I can't root for Spencer Rattler. He just is like weird to me. All right, Notre Dame. I don't fucking. Know. I can, I'll pick I a team. It. I'll pick a team that wins week one. I don't know Spencer Rattler. Just like I don't know. He, I don't know. He looks looks like a. It's kind of cool like, that he was on like last chance to use. So you can get like a. Like a full profile of like how he is in person. Like, is he a like is he a dickhead in the in the show? So you're like, fuck this. I'm not gonna. He just that. doesn't look like a football player to me. Like no, that's he, the thing. No, he looks like he should be playing. I, I don't know, like soccer maybe. Why are we talking about your quarterback on the Jets? Speaking of speaking of soccer, <laughs> no, Zach Wilson should look looks like he should be playing polo. He he looks like he plays soccer for our high school. <laughs> Yeah, Zach Wilson doesn't look like he should be playing any sports. Yeah. Anyways, he's a, he's a pretty boy. Our transition almost went over well. That was that was good, Boza. Uh, speaking of football, for two segments in a row, Joe, tell us about football. Football. <laughs> football. Brought to you by Joe Diegas. Soccer has been fun. Football. Been talk to you by Frank has to pee. Really, Steve, <laughs> did you watch the game? You considered last night fun. I, I well not I mean yes and no. I think it's fun because of me just wanting to like see how the players do. It was good to see some players really stand out. Um, others that kind of worried me a bit. Um, we're a little shaky in the back, and it was shown in the first twenty seconds when we almost gave up a goal because James Sands couldn't clear the line. Uh, Miles Robinson, I think he had made a mistake, uh, but Turner has been really good. I think personally Turner has put himself in a position where he's probably number two on the depth chart behind Zach Steffen right now. Like I would feel comfortable like if Zach Steffen was injured and Turner had to step in uh, for qualifying grounds, I'd be happy with that. But we are very thin, especially with Walker Zimmerman being out for the rest of the gold cup. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see against Qatar because that's going to be a very tough game. Um, it was interesting. Daryl DK really didn't play. He didn't really do much. He, he wasn't around. He really didn't have possession. He didn't get many touches. He had one opportunity where he got deflected um, on a breakaway towards the end of the first half. Uh, Zardes, he came in, did okay. Uh, Matthew Hoppy is an interesting character. So he's 20 years old. He plays on, I'm going to probably butcher this team, oh. Schlock. It, it was the, what was it? I Schalke. already know that you're going to pronounce it terribly, so I'm helping you out here. It's what Schalke, was it? isn't Schalke. it? Pronounce it. Schalke. So he started, he, he made his professional career or debut in November. So this was technically his like first game playing in front of a crowd. He had moments where like some of his strikes were like fantastic. Granted, um, Blake on, on Jamaica had made some pretty good saves, but then he had some plays where I'm like, what the hell are you doing trying to dribble out of the back end, giving Jamaica a counterattack? But Jamaica was really pressing them very hard. Um, really didn't give the defense much room to breathe in our, in our defensive third. Um, but just some of the players, I think Kellen Acosta had a very solid game. Um, interesting to see him after like two years coming off an injury, playing well. Um, was it Gianluco Busio, who's already getting um, talks about going to Syria? He played solid. I think the biggest concern with him is being is playing physical. I don't even know what the hell you're laughing at, Frankie. So I'm just gonna. Let it no, be. I was laughing at Frank because he was like reading a comic book. Oh, fuck you. I didn't even <laughs> look to shout out comics for that. Um, but no, I mean, it, it's interesting because we're just trying to like play out different positions, play out different players. Um, I, I think defense is going to, is really wide open right now on who we're going to be playing in central back. So that's why this has been important for me to see like what that shakeout is going to be. Uh, Miles Robinson, I was a little worried at the end. Um, where they Blake came up for like one of the last plays of the game, and I was worried he got a concussion because Blake came up with like um he he opened up his head, he had blood coming down his head, so they bandaged him up. Uh, but Qatar is going to be a tough matchup for them because right now it's if they win they're going to play the winner of Mexico against Canada. But Canada, I think two of their guys got yellow cards and are unable to play against Mexico, so it's most likely Mexico in the final if if we win. But um, overall, I mean, just a bunch of younger young guys. Like Berhalter, I think, has his 25 wins, three draws, and like six losses. So he's had a solid record thus far being the coach. Um, but yeah, I, I wish we put more goals on, on net. But Jamaica gave us a run for our money. But Turner, I think, has been fantastic um, in goal, which is interesting because you have Guzan that they also brought up for this uh, Gold Cup roster and, and Sean Johnson where Guzan has had more – he has more professional uh, matches under his belt as well as um, U.S. men's national caps. Sean Johnson has kind of been resurfaced back up but didn't think he was going to be the top choice. Um, Steve, did you end up watching the game or no? I'm going to be honest here. I can't get myself to get excited about this when it's obvious, it's obvious that – no one is taking any of their European players. Like, the only guy that we have is Hoppy. And, like, that's the only guy that I'd be interested in. Other other than that, like, I'm not tuning in to watch Zardes and all these shitty MLS players that are never going to get a chance to play for the U.S. national team because we actually have a European footprint now. Like, I, I just – I can't get there. Like, these guys would be on the bench possibly, like, the back end of the bench if, like, if we get to World Cup time. But – like they're they're not going to touch the starting eleven. 
Like, Kellen like Acosta a is atrocious compared to most of the guys that we had in the camp. But think of the last time we played the Gold Cup and all the other guys that never have played before and have now gone over for international. So I, you have to kind of keep the momentum going, which I appreciate what Burhalter's trying to do on not making it so that these are the only like 12 to 14 players that they're going to use when it comes to the qualifying, but really building out additional players and having additional options because – as we all know in soccer, there's going to be a lot of injuries, so you need to have a, a, a yeah. deeper depth chart, which we don't have. But what I, he's trying to do is building that out. But I agree that they aren't the starters, but these are guys who – I mean, their average lineup these games have been 23 to 24 years old. So these mm-hmm. are guys who don't have any caps, but later down the line, they may be integral players. Like I, I think there's – I agree Hoppy's going to be uh, an individual. I think Miles Robinson, he's like, what, 22 years old? He's going to be – somebody they're going to consider James Sands was one that they had on their radars, but injury has always hurt him in the last few years. And he's only 21. Um, so I, I, I agree. They're not the top, but I think there's a couple players in here who could be potential options going down the line and, and thinking of a depth chart perspective, but you got Frankie over here, like a little fucking child raising his hand. I got like, a question. Cause I didn't want to interrupt you. You were like, on a, you were on a roll. You're jazz fingers. Over so, here. so wait, we got hoppy. What about, Sneezy and dopey and dying. Oh, oh god. Oh god. Oh Frank. Oh god. Just, just let him go. Uh, I've been waiting to say that for five minutes. And he says he's not a soccer fan. Look how intense. What about, what about Grumpy? God, Frank. I Joe, agree with you. The, I don't know, Joe. Uh, the the way that I see it is like Jurgen Klinsmann when he was a coach said it best. Like these like these MLS guys need to go over to Europe in order to get to the, the next level. And you could see the massive gap in, uh, in talent when you watch the U.S. national team. And we had Legette and Kellen Acosta starting and Jackson Ewell starting with guys that play in Europe. And it's just there, like the pace is just so much faster with the guys that play in Europe versus those guys that were trying to play like the Jorginho role in the U.S. midfield. And they just can't do it. Like they just don't. They're just right. – like and I and I want it to be good for us and like build on the future, but realistically, most of these guys are guys that are going to stay in the states and aren't going to go to Europe. It's but the only 80... way they're going to get recognized is through these like international caps, though, too. So that's rec- kind of the other side of it because they're not going to get the looks in MLS. But recognized for what? It took an eighty-third minute goal to beat Jamaica, and honestly, if Jamaica put any quality on their shots, USA probably loses this game two or three to one. No, USA had options. I mean, look, Hoppy had two two chances in the first half. Um, Kellen Acosta had another one where he had a volley right outside the 18 box. Yes, fucking Hoppy, Frankie. <laughs> I wish you would drink it out of your fucking What's he, right the now. fucking Easter? What's he? Like a little schoolgirl. What's he, the fuck? Joe says what's, Hoppy. What's he, the fucking Easter buddy or something? <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> And I got shit oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Frankie's going to just say shit right percent all over us in about five I, seconds. And, and then last week I say DK's name, right? And everyone's like, Joe, just say it. It's it's Daryl. What are you talking about? No, they're going to beep all this again. Here comes the bleeps. Oh, I left for fucking an hour last week trying to beep out all the people all out. It was just every two seconds somebody said it. Oh my god! Oh, that was so funny. Shoot, Joe, I uh, I, I want to get there with you. I just I can't. I can't when you're do ready. it, man. I'll give these guys credit. Like they can go play in the Gold Cup. I don't give a shit. 
But they're not making if any of those guys if if Kellen Acosta is still starting in that midfield, he won't be starting. Cup, but he'd be an option. Fucking blow a gasket. He'll be on the qualifying uh, for for World Cup qualifying roster. He'll be on there. He better Great, not. So we're he not making the World Cup again. No, we no. will. But I'm not saying Acosta is going <laughs> to start. There, there is no. I don't even think he makes the roster. I think of these players, the ones that you'll see on the roster come October is going to be more the defenders. It's going to be the defenders, and I think Turner has earned his spot Yeah, I to think be on there. I, I think you're right in that. The only place that we're really thin in Europe is defense. But even then, like Chris Richards is – Well, Chris Richards is still young. You have Walker Zimmerman. Still really young. Zimmerman who got hurt. You have John Brooks, who's probably our top option. But you have Aaron Long, who's out with an ACL injury, so we're losing depth there. Where's, so, your, so- where's punk-ass Pulisic in all this? Defense. We're, yeah, we're talking about like players on oh. the defense because he, he's oh, midfield. Okay. But defense yeah, but is it, where defense is where we're thin right now with options. I mean, but at least our like midfield is still like you have McKinney, you have Pulisic, like they can. It's not like we're just stacked at forward only. At least like our it was yeah. like the years when it was just like the USA only had guys who could hit the post, a la Clint Dempsey. And it was just like every other position was just had nobody there. And you had fucking playing Bradley continually on defense. And I had to watch him dr- jog back every fucking time there was a, he'd give the ball away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fuck Tim Howard. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. He said, no. he said West Ham was bad one week. Don't you besmirch that beautiful man. Yeah. The only reason we came close to beating Belgium. Fuck analyst Tim Howard. Is that better? Wait, it's Frankie? Yeah. yeah. Frank, what are you drinking? Water. Drink water. Oh. Water. water. I just saw the gallon, but I didn't see the liquid, so I thought you were about to drink milk from the gallon. Water. <laughs> shoot. Shoot. But shoot. I hope, but yeah, Moose McKinney should be starting in the midfield. Come. Oh, yeah. Come crunch down for the States. If, if I see Ewell or Costa on that field... I don't think Yule's being thrown. I, I, I don't think Yule's going to get on the roster. I don't think he'll be on the twenty-six man roster. No, for qualifying, he better not. I think Acosta would. Acosta, I think would. Hands will be thrown. He's going to get this one arm hand. What? <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing, um, Steve. I, I, that's all I have for us. But did you want to talk about your Arsenal signings? Dude, we're just throwing the dough out there like it's nothing. The best part, too, is this is like the first year that we haven't made Europe in 20-something years, and this is more money that we're spending in one summer than we ever have before. Maybe they should Maybe they shouldn't. They should miss those big tournaments more often, and then they'll actually spend money to be good for years. Yeah, well, if anything, it's, it's, it's fucking crunky is now like, oh, shit. We're out of Europe. Our brand's going to go down. We're not going to make as much money, so let's pour a ton of money into into the squad so we get back to Europe so then we can coast like we have been in the past. Um, I'm I'm cool with our, all of our signings. If we spend forty million dollars on Tammy Abraham, I was I was about to ask like, you about Tammy I saw Abraham. That. I was like, are we are we real? But you know what? Like Arsenal does that. Like Arsenal has made some sound some sound moves. Like you spend fifty million. On Ben White, he's a 22, 23-year-old center back. Love he's that. creative. I love that move. I love I love that we got Soundby. I love that we 
brought Tavares and got covered for Tierney finally instead of having to play fucking Cedric Suarez as left back, which is not good because we didn't have a left-sided defender to back up Tierney, and he gets hurt a ton. But then we talk about, like, we we sold Emiliano Martinez, who, like, Leo Messi is, like, kissing his feet over the summer for $15 million, and then we want to go and bid 30 to $35 million on Aaron Ramsdale, Ramsdale just because he's on the England roster and he's a homegrown guy. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. Then we're gonna go sell. We're gonna go sell Lacazette, which I'm okay with. I, Lacazette has such a soft spot. Where were they saying? Lo- I, I thought I saw that today. Atletico. Lacazette again. Where? Atletico. I feel yeah, like Atletico. Okay. Even when we bought him, they wanted him. Then last year they wanted him. Now this year they want him. But the best part is he doesn't even fit their system. He doesn't. Like he would take he really the, doesn't. He would take the position that Suarez plays now, and he's definitely not better than Luis Suarez. So like, why? Uh, I don't understand that one, but they'll probably get him on the cheap. And then the last one, which is, should be pretty interesting in the coming weeks, is uh, Odegaard. Yeah. That he, supposedly he's discontent with Real Madrid right now after talking about Which would be great for you. And, it, like, could Arsenal have done it yet again and, like, doing something smart this summer and waiting and not forcing the cam and if they can go after Odegaard and get him instead of because they'll have to buck up for Madison probably $70 million, $80 million, Easy. Just because he's in the Premier League. But with Odegaard, probably 40 or 50 will get him. I mean, he was great for us last year. I mean, he, his his goals to assist per 90 wasn't, wasn't that great. But you could just see the flow of the team was a lot better. But it, it's, I mean, super eventful summer for Arsenal, especially in a summer where it's really just like – Manchester United made those two big moves. Ron's about to go over to them, and then they had Sancho. But you guys really haven't done too much. Liverpool hasn't done much. Yeah, Giroud signed with AC Milan. Yeah, yeah. We've been talks about uh, Colin Hudson-Odoi for a swap with Bayern. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Maybe if we maybe if we signed uh, Odegaard, you still wouldn't have ordered the jersey, so I can get an Odegaard jersey. Yeah. You got till tomorrow now. Nick said he'll, he'll give it to me tomorrow. <laughs> My ass. What's so when he this comes out, is it, so when this comes is, it, out, is it his jerseys or is it his girlfriend's? Both. Tell him to get on his fucking horse, man. Yo, the the dude is is is. I'm not gonna say it out loud, but I don't know what that means. But whipped. Oh. Why can't you say that out loud? Yeah, what? Like, I gotta, I gotta say it. I gotta Frankie's say it louder than that. that one out. Oh, I know you, he's not. What are you afraid? Pie's gonna hear? Yeah, gonna say so are you. It's not like we're saying no. <laughs> you're just saying the Knicks whipped. I mean, yeah. we're not not saying you're not whipped. Like that's we, yeah. we say that every <laughs> week. You're not here. Negatives right there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot! Right. Pie, no, I can't. I'm gonna be whipped by my kid in about four months. Yes. <laughs> Dad. This is true. I can't wait for you to start doing the like, sorry guys, I can't make it tonight. And it's like, oh, well, you know, we always talked about Joe not being able to make podcasts and now you can't make them. No, you never have to worry about his dog eating he's stuff. Just gonna, gonna be he's going to be on my chest and you're just going to see the like shit and throw up on me mid podcast. That'd nice. be great entertainment value. It's going to be <laughs> tremendous entertainment value. Just fucking green baby diarrhea running down Vose's shirt when he doesn't know it, but we do. We, we, uh, 
we may put this on YouTube then at that point. AJ, AJ, <laughs> AJ be quiet. Uncle, Uncle Frank is giving his Wizard of Oz pick right now. Daddy's got to listen. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots are probably going to lose. <laughs> Tell Uncle Frank to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, uh, uh, don't worry. We're going to have the AJ's pick of the week. We're just, it's, 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 the baby's going to have You'll his have own, him crawl to a different have his own record. Yeah. <laughs> Joe. He'll make like picks of the week and start crawling to like pieces of oh, paper yeah. on the floor. Welcome to Wizard of Oz. Come on, featuring, buddy. Featuring you'll put, like the Jets. You'll put like the Jets matchup on the floor, and you'll put like blocks just throw off on that one. away from the <laughs> from the paper of the other team, and will lead to the Jets paper. So he picks the Jets every single time. <laughs> Shoot. Well, anyway, I, that's all I gotta say about soccer. I'm excited for. Rose's baby, shoot, yeah, that Wizard of Oz is gonna be so great. I, I am preparing child. It's gonna be I awesome. am preparing a whole list of things you guys have to bring for that episode. Hell yeah. There's the projectile vomit going today. It's gonna be inside. such a fun episode. I think that's literally the week before the, the one year episode. So the Labor Day Yeah. Labor Day we're gonna have to we might have to do a Tuesday episode there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Mm. Um all right, so what? Uh, uh, oh, Olympics. we would like to formally apologize to any and all Phoenix mm. Suns fans. Um, we blew it. We're sorry. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> it's it's all our fault. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Giannis, I, I, I like Giannis. The Giannis is cool. The only thing I'll say about the NBA Finals is it's amazing how it went from Giannis can't win a championship when he was down 2-0. It's like, not, yeah, see, like, Giannis is just not a championship winner. And, like, when, even when he was playing the Hawks, then it's just like, Giannis is the greatest thing ever. Is he a top 10 player in the league? Like, of course oh he's a top God, 10 player in the league. Like, he after the, top after 10 the game, guy. they started comparing, saying, all right, who's who's better, Giannis or Dirk? It's like, what the fuck? I was like, he's got to earn that shit. Dirk is, like, number eight on the scoring charts and, like, yeah. has, a, has, like, patented a shot. Like Kareem, like but, the Kareem hook shot and the Dirk one-legged fadeaway. If Giannis continues this, he will be better than Dirk. No, I like, think so. But that I'm is saying, for like, sure. Like, let's not like go off of one finals where, like, like let's be honest. Like, like Giannis. Let's be is Giannis. Getting, Giannis is getting. I, I no, I mean you got to give him credit, but like Giannis is getting Jordan. Jordan rules. Like you breathe on Giannis and it's a foul. Meanwhile, LeBron was. Was less jacked than Giannis's, and LeBron would get destroyed on his come up, and he would is, never get called. Is is Stephen defending LeBron after I, after Space Jam: A New Legacy I, I came am. out? Because I guess terrible. I thought <laughs> fucking terrible. Well, Steve, it was nice having you these couple of weeks. We'll see you in maybe a year if I forgive you for this. <laughs> night, night, nice seeing you, pal. How do you boot somebody permanently, dude? I I never thought mm. that I would back up LeBron, but I. I don't know, man. Like some of those calls during that game was they, they were fucking ridiculous. That's the league though. The league is like that and the league is soft. And also it was probably the dude that hates CP3 that fucking Scott Foster. Thank yeah. you Scott very much. <laughs> yeah, Scott Foster. That yeah. man changed this whole series. It's amazing. Did anyone see the t- uh, the tweet with a I think it was a bar where they were doing a a shot special where every shot that Giannis makes, they gave a free shot out of the bar. And he went 15 for 17. So they gave out oh, no shit. Shots. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty insane too. He was shooting like shit from the free throw line the whole, the whole That's series. The NBA man. this year. Uh, I'm glad the big we thing with the honest. The big thing with Giannis was like people were saying he doesn't have a bag. I mean, I was saying it too. Shit, like he's got no bag. He has got no moves, and then all of a sudden pulls out like the spin move and the euro step and the turnaround fade away. And I'm like, where the fuck did he get all this stuff? Because he was doing none of that. Like the a, entire, the entire like playoff run. He had to break his knee. He broke yeah. his knee and got all those superpowers. Yes, and dude, it's like uh, it's like. Which one is it? Little Big League when that kid like hurts himself and then he couldn't hurl like a hundred mile per hour fastballs. Thank you, obscure sports movie, Steven. That's not obscure. Dude, that, that movie is on all the time. All right, Celtic Pride. Take it easy. <laughs> hey, Giannis Dick. finally like leaned into it, and I feel like from a social media perspective, he really leaned into everything that happened in the finals and uh, was the whole Chick Fil A thing um, again? The fifty. That was nugget. great. I I, I think how dumb that... is Chick Fil A? Huh? I said how dumb is Chick Fil A? Why? Like they didn't take I... advantage of it at all. Like didn't post on any of their socials. Didn't give Giannis like the Chick Fil A for well, life. Supposedly they were too busy being up. closed. Yeah, closed on <laughs> Sundays. Can't post supposedly, about it. like um, there was something about like increase in sales by almost i think like something around like half a million and the Giannis was like you're gonna sponsor me yet so i know yeah, there's exactly. something around that i don't know about i don't know at first i was a little weirded out with his uh half lemonade half sprite order that was a an interesting combination that he had okay. but Frank, everything from a social media perspective he really like I, I think he did what he needed to to still stay relevant and and i wasn't expecting that from Giannis. i thought Giannis was not strategic to do that but i think he did a good job in the days afterwards um, from a social media side what i also found interesting is if you are so two questions if you're devin booker are you still committing on going to play team usa basketball he's there no no i, I know but like but with everything that happened like he committed to it yeah, they didn't know how they were going to make it so like devin booker goes but what about chris middleton and drew holiday they're there too but, I know, but like, oh, I not, wouldn't have been, but yeah, if it's me, I'm like, to not go because of like they just finished, they made it to the finals, but the fact that they still committed to sticking with their commitment of playing for Team USA yeah. and literally going a day after they just wrapped up playing in the NBA finals. You have two I, guys who just won the championship who could have just stayed and just been like, fuck it, like, I don't need to, I, I'm good, I'm gonna rest up this offseason. I, well, I think you can't take away from representing your country. Like that's, that's a big thing to some people. Like some guys are just like, fuck it, I don't want to do it. But other guys are like, you don't get that opportunity very often. But you got to think about like, as much as it's like kind of a joke, like especially now where like, oh, the USA is just going to dominate and they're going to win gold and nothing matters. Like you're still joining like the dream team and those years where it was LeBron and how Melo's like whatever, a four-time gold medalist or a three-time gold medalist, whatever it is. Like, to be a gold medalist is is a big deal. Yeah. And like, you know it's going to happen. Even if those guys – those guys might sit on the bench because they might say, listen, I'm shot. Like, you guys go do it. And Team USA, regardless of who's playing, should be able to beat all these teams. It's incredible that they lost those two exhibition games – Still, but like, and and 
They lost against France. France. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, shit, I forgot. They've lost three. They played four games and lost three of them already. Which is insane. So, yeah, what is that? So, that was three straight losses. They lost to Nigeria. No, no. They they lost to Nigeria. They lost to Australia. They beat – who do they beat? I'm blanking on who they beat in the exhibition, and then they lost to France in that order. Mm. All right. So, yeah, Mm. like losing three times, like maybe they were like, hey, maybe we should go play. My thing with it is you played into the finals and now it's obviously like a weird season, a weird shortened season where I feel like now the turnaround is definitely going to catch up to the like these guys. And these are guys that you want to see play next year because you obviously it's a championship caliber team. It's one of the, the newer faces of basketball. You don't want to see them benched every third or fourth game like a LeBron because they were playing through the summer either at the highly competitive finals level or at the Olympic, like going for Olympic gold level and then not be able to play next year when it, it just seems like now's Devin Booker's time to be one of those elite guys, or now it's time for Drew Holiday to prove how good of a defender he is to the people that were like, Oh, Drew Holiday's not that good. And then saw how good he was or for Chris Middleton to go get fucking paid somewhere. Cause he proved that even when Giannis wasn't playing that he could fucking help carry a team. Like you don't want to see it come back to bite those guys in that way. That that's what I think is why I wouldn't, at some point, but yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to go win a fucking gold medal? Yeah, because they may not. Because they may not. Because they stay like, yeah, maybe they after they saw the two losses last week, they should have been like, all right, we're we're staying home. We're <laughs> good out. Luck. Good luck, boys. Middleton and Drew Holiday is like, we'll stay one to know with championship. That's fine. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Hey, we're on the roster, right? Can you send the? I'll send you my next size. You send me a medal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happens with the dudes that got re- COVID replaced? Do they still get medals? They were technically on the team. I think they would. Know. Is it like a championship ring? As long as you're on the team at some point that season, you still get one? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But I think that was – well, the only other thing with basketball for good with the finals is we ended up having a trade that came through today with Grizzly and the Pelicans. Mm. I don't have yeah. it completely open to those. So tell me if I'm saying it wrong. But the Grizzlies got Valanchunas, um, Eric Bledsoe. No, and... Bledsoe, Bledsoe went to Memphis. Oh, yeah, sorry. So Valanchunas, 10th pick in the 51st or the 17th in the 51st, Something like that, went to yeah. the Grizzly. And then Pelicans got Bledsoe, Steven Adams, and their pick. I forgot if it was the 10th or the 17th. Something like that. And they're I'm also not. saying they're also saying that Bledsoe's probably not not staying with Memphis. Like he's probably It'd be like a buyout, either a buyout or he's going to get flipped or something. I don't know. I, I think it's it's like a wash. I mean, they're, they're it's two a different weird trade. They're two different centers, Adams and Valanciunas. Like Adams is is more defensive. Valanciunas is more offensive. Um, there must have been something with the picks that was intriguing. Um, for the Grizzlies, uh, or, or I'm sorry, for the Pelicans to get two picks out of it. Um, I don't know. It was it was strange. I, I I don't know who's the winner of that one. I think it's kind of a wait and see after the year and kind of evaluate it that way. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a needle mover at all. It's just kind of like a thing that happens and then, you know. 
Bledsoe yeah, will I, be on not Memphis, and it'll be like, oh yeah, remember when he got traded this year to Memphis, and then isn't there now? Like that, you'll hear that during a broadcast, like when they're playing Memphis or something. I just think it's a lot that's going to be coming up for the draft this week. Um, I do think there's going to be a lot of movement with like top ten picks. I know there's a lot of talks. Nothing really has changed, or anything has been solidified. But I think there may be um, a team that's going to try and get into like the top five. They're saying pack. they're saying Detroit's still not set on Cade uh, Cunningham. They still don't yeah. know. Houston's Crazy. trying to make a move. I know that. Um, um, Wiz- Wizards need to figure out about Bradley Beal. He's like the next person they got to figure out. So there, there's a lot that can happen in these next few days leading up into draft. We all think in Cade Cunningham one. Two, I think, Bozy, we heard two is Mobley, they're saying. Mobley. Uh, I think it's green. I, I think it's oh, sucks green now. from the G League, right? uh, green, and then I think it might and be then Mobley. Uh, Mobley. That, well, so that's the one thing I'd I saw. I'd be surprised if the Thunder, the Thunder have two. Oh, no, the Rockets have two, right? Yeah. yeah they said the, the kid from the G League is, like, thinks he's going first. Or is, like, convinced he's going to end up going first, which, like... I don't know. Rose has convinced me that Cade Cunningham is can't miss. If if Cade doesn't go first, they're idiots. Now, this may be a dumb question. I should know this on basketball, but like, how come there's G League players that are eligible to draft? I feel like there there never has been because it's like the new development they're doing. You go play a year of G League, and then instead, instead of, of college, instead so of committing to college, this is happening because I don't remember this yeah. happening. No, in this is new. Okay. Yeah, then they like started the G League specifically for this, right? Like, so instead of you could go get endorsements right away, and you don't have mm-hmm. to go to college, which now they're all probably all these kids are kicking themselves because now obviously the NCAA is allowing it. Yeah. Well. So instead of getting like a, going to a high profile school and maybe getting more endorsements or more looks, you're kind of I guess a salary okay. is is more appealing than having to work on endorsements and like having to make sure you bring in those endorsements. Complete side note. I know we're going to get to baseball soon, but they were just doing a uh, post game press conference with uh loop and banda and yeah. loop is wearing like a bandana with like a, almost like a 40 ounce or even like a, a tall boy of Bush light. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like loop. Um, um, but yeah, basketball, we will definitely talk about basketball next week, kind of what we see with the draft, and there's going to be a decent amount of trade. So we'll, we'll recap that next week, shortly, because yeah. next week is going to be wedding podcast. Yeah, next week's going to be wedding podcast, so don't expect a lot of in-depth analysis on anything. Expect a lot of yelling about stuff and complaining about yeah, stuff. Well, the draft on the Thursday, so we'll, we'll have stuff from that. Yeah, no, but Anything's expect a lot, on, of, a lot of yelling. Can't, can't guarantee anything. Lots of yelling and complaining next week. It's going to be fun. It's always fun. Um, all right, yeah. So let's let's do a little baseball with no Tony here. Oh, this, this thank is weird. God we don't have to talk about the fucking Mets. All right, yeah. Let, let's let's do Mets. The black I jerseys you were are talk about the Mets, Steve. No, let's do no. Mets. The Mets. The black jerseys yep. are back on Friday. Uh, yes. Marcus Stroman was already wearing one in the outfield. They look awesome. Right. All right, we're done with the Mets. Anyways, yeah. the Yankees fucking suck, and I'm oh I, I'm, I'm I'm fucking I'm over it. I'm done. Steven, the did Yankees you go to suck, the? But they went when I won, so fuck it. I don't even care about the. They, yeah, they went when you won, right? Yes. 
was an incredible comeback because Fenway, everybody was having a party. And then top of the eighth inning rolls around and we score four runs out of nowhere. And all of a sudden the boo birds start coming out. I start getting heckled. People start fighting around me. I'm glad no one tried to start anything because I can't fight right now. <laughs> uh, Steven's got a sh- Steven's got one shoulder and a shitty mustache, so he can't fight nobody. <laughs> and it's of course Yankees because like the next day I, we were gonna head back, and then we decided, now nah, you know what, let's stay, let's stay around for another day. And we were like, shit, we could have gone to the game, and we're watching the game on the TV that we would have gone to, and. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Herman is seven innings Bruising. deep on a no hitter, and I'm like, oh, for the love of God, right, did we just miss out on on a no hitter? And then, of course, in Yankee fashion, I go to eat Sunday dinner and then come back to the TV, and we lost. Yep, yep, yep. And we did the same fucking thing Thursday. Yep. Which way? Can you guys answer me this? Why that? Why did Chapman not pitch? To get the save on Thursday. He pitched, he pitched the last two days, I think. Oh, all right. And so like, he stinks. Which everybody freaked out about because they're like, there was no reason to bring him in against Philly the night before. He stinks anyway. So, like, he would have blown it. Yeah, that's the other thing. Everybody was like, oh, why aren't you bringing it? Like, stop acting like Chapman's been, like, the Chapman of the beginning. Like, I, yeah. Chad Green should have been able to get three outs. This isn't like the second week of May, Chapman. This is the last three months, Chapman. Last but it months. is also like the Red Sox are. I don't get it, man. Like all the stars are relying for that team. No one gets hurt. Everybody's having an up year. I feel like like come next year, they're just going to be absolute dog shit because everybody's going to hit. They're going to come back down to earth again. They're going to all hit like they're the Yankees this year, and they're all going to hit. Yeah. Xander Bogarts is going to be an all-star. Rafael Devers is going to be an all-star. And then everybody else is going to hit 197. Yeah. Because Michael much. Chavis isn't actually a good player. He's just having a fucking fluke year because he's never been good until this year. I know. And, dude, he's this, he plays first base for the Red Sox. He's like the smallest first baseman. He's like the smallest guy besides Kike on their roster. Oh yeah, um, Kike, who was Dodgers leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Well, but like Kike was always going to be good wherever he went to get an everyday role. If he, he actually so played every day, yeah. But yeah, like he was always really good with the Dodgers. Yeah, he would have been um, great on the Yankees playing not so fucking. The Yankees also in the have outfield. a ton of ton of injuries. Like, dude, the first the first like five innings of the game of the game, I kept whenever Gittins got up. I was like, yeah, Mark Gittens, let's go. I really thought his name was Mark. And Mark Gittens went to high school with us. I saw that bat that it was Chris, and I, I looked at Tom and was like, well, I guess that goes to show how how different the Yankees are now. i just been saying this guy's name wrong for the last five or six innings. Mark Gittens was a kid that was, I think, a year or two older than he us. Was. He was. He went to high yeah. school with us. Yes. Maybe that, that's probably why I did it. Shit. Shout out Mark Gittens. Damn. Uh yeah, so I didn't pronounce his name right. At Florida, had a great game when I when I was there on Saturday, and then they and then they sat him on Sunday, and then yeah, yeah in typical Aaron fucking Boone style. Yeah, why why play? But how old is he? Twenty two, twenty one, like low twenties. Yep. So why why play the twenty year old that doesn't sit in AAA? Why yeah. play him <laughs> seven days in a why, why play him said, every let's day? Let's play Brett Gardner though, every single day. Even though he plays every day. Yeah, let's play Brett Gardner, who's 47 and 
fucking hits under 200 and let's bat him first or second in the lineup instead of having the kid who's granted not tearing the fucking cover off the ball. Let's have him bat ninth and then not play every other day. But he's showing flashes, but like you have to give him time. Like the, the ball that the ball was hit on Saturday. It's the the same thing they do with Clint Frazier. They don't play Clint Frazier. He can never get a rhythm and that's why he doesn't fucking hit. Yep. And that's the best part too, because when Aaron Boone got hired, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, he's he's really good at like developing young guys and 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 talking to them and, and taking them through and giving them advice." And like, he's the worst fucking person. Like, for as bad as Joe Girardi like mishandled the bullpen, Boone is just as bad at mishandling young guys. But they also and they don't learn from any of their mistakes. Like they they'll do they'll make the same fucking mistake. They'll take a guy out to get a matchup, but the matchup is just on paper. Like this guy's three for three and he's hitting the ball. He He's on like a five game hitting streak. He's three for three against the fucking team. And we're going to make any hits lefties. So we're going to bring in a lefty to fucking face him. No, mm-hmm. that's not. No. And bring They're in somebody intangible. that he's not good against. Yeah. Fucking look They're at, intense. look at this. Fuck. Ugh, I hate, I, I, I'm not doing it today. I, I think know, we just buddy. need to get through this season. As Yankee fans, so then Cashman and Boone can get fired. Cashman's not going to the playoffs. Fired. I bet you Boone gets fired. I bet you Cashman doesn't. I think Cashman's going to get fired based off of the the way that he spoke in the beginning of the year, where he was like, "Well, you know what? When they when they were playing like shit, and he was like, "Well, this is this is the bed that we made, and we're just going to lie in it." Like, I I really do think that he'll get fired. I, I I think it's time. I think it's time for him to go. I, I think, mean, I, I think the power you, has but... gone to his fucking head. Yeah, so he'll be here next year. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to fair think point. what else What else is going on in baseball. Rich Hill got traded to the Mets. Fair point. Tony, Tony was happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Nelson Cruz. The Padres. Nelson Cruz got traded to the Rays, which I'm upset about because now I can't like Nelson Cruz for half a season. Adam Frazier got traded to the Padres, so yeah. Tony doesn't have to worry about that. Excuse me, getting worried doesn't have to worry about getting Adam Frazier that he doesn't need, and the rich get richer, and now Adam Frazier is going to play like right field or first base or fucking he'll catch like it's yeah. the Padres. They'll <laughs> they'll put him somewhere and he'll he's going to hit he's going to lead the league in hits and it's going to be great for them, and somehow they're still going to finish in third place, but they'll be a wild card team at least. Because, of course, the Giants got good the year that we were like, Dodgers, Padres, and the Giants were like, no, 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 no. No, thank you. <laughs> Take it easy, nerds. We got this. No, Max Scherzer will be on the move, too. Yeah, He's Scherzer's, the Mets. I would Scherzer's rumored. But now, they're also not mentioning the Mets anymore in anything about Max Scherzer. Yeah, they're not. They're mentioning the, the, Padres, the, Padres. the Padres and the, uh, the Dodgers, of course. Padres are really going the Dodgers. for it, there's already talks for like no players, which I don't blame them. Want Bauer back? There's, there's that going on. Yeah. yeah, there's that going yeah. on too. Like the Bauer thing. So you know they're going for a pitcher. Granted, they've always been going for pitchers the last few years, but more of a reason to go for a pitcher to replace him. It's wild, by the way, how like since the Bauer, th- since like he got that seven game the the suspension, and since they extended it, like it was you get the seven games and then they have to like. The Players Association has to okay another like extra time. Once we heard about that, like, have you heard anything about Bauer 
anything going on until like now when it was like none of the Dodgers want him back. That's Which it. is telling. If your teammates are like, if your teammates are all just like, now go fuck yourself. Like it's kind of telling. He gone. So, yeah, um, that's that. Who else? Donaldson's being looked at by the Brewers. I don't think we said that. Yeah, Joey uh, Gallo's Barrios. being looked at by everybody. Barrios. Barrios is also being looked at by uh, Dodgers and Padres because mm-hmm. I think the Padres are also trying to flip Hosmer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, oh, but the, the that, national... that might be that might be the move. By the way, if they get rid of Hosmer, because now you move Cronenworth and Cronenworth plays first every day, or you move Will Myers to first and you have Frazier play right. Yeah. Interesting thing about the Nats though that just came out recently. So they now said everyone is on the market except for Juan Soto. So even Trey Turner is up for grabs, which is crazy. Yes, that Trey, is really that's crazy. crazy. Uh, you know, as a Yankee, knocking at that door. Well, no, you know who the Yankees are going to get because they're because this guy's drawing interest. Fucking Pineda. That's who the Yankees are probably going to yeah, pick up. Of course, that'll because it'll be fear infuriating. Uh, you know who I still want the Yankees to get, and I think would be a perfect fit and could play left field. Kyle Motherfucking Schwarber. Hmm. I would love that. Kyle Schwarber, just left field stroke, hit fucking forty ding dongs in the second half, and then leave and leave me heartbroken at the end of the Kyle season. Schwarber. I'm, if Kyle Schwarber Bums. ends up a Yankee, I'm buying a jersey immediately. You have to buy a jersey and take away the ER at the end and put an A. I mean, I'm buying a jersey. I'm buying a jersey, so there's not going to be a name on it because I'm not a heathen. Oh, you don't do that? No, you get a real one with no name. Okay. Oh, name, name, name is replica. Is that is that bullshit? Is that oh fuck? I forgot. I need a jersey, and it's a playoff game. So I bought this Brett Gardner jersey for too much money, and I didn't realize it had a name on it till it was on my body. Oops, <laughs> that was a oh, thing that happened. Shoot! I just want us to get Byron Buxton. That's it. Yeah, Aaron Hicks, two point seven. Aaron Judge for Byron Buxton, straight up. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury the third. The Yankees aren't getting any of my energy right now. No, no. Yeah, I was it. gonna say this is the quietest that you've ever been. For. I'm not. Wa- I'm not wasting my energy on them right now. I'm with you. Let me know if congrats, they decide. Congrats for getting there. We could put you in the baseball fan category now. Let, no, no, no. Just let me know when they decide to do something other than fucking Clay Holmes from uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh yeah, we didn't talk. The oh, Yankees yeah, made a trade. They traded like a, a for what infielders? A, a solid. A solid, solid shortstop, shortstop for uh, another reliever with a five ERA from the pod, uh, from the Pirates, Pirates. who uh, you know he'll come in and he's going to look good. Duty. He'll he'll look good for like two weeks. It's going to be like oh shit, maybe maybe like diamond in the rough. Let's go, and then like he's going to implode one day, and then he'll never. We'll never see him not give up a run. Never touch. They again. were better off getting Frazier and putting him in the outfield. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Or, you know, getting Frazier, you move DJ to first, you have Giancarlo play the outfield, and you have fucking Voight come back in DH when Voight's back. Because Voight clearly can't stay healthy and isn't a good first baseman. I'll take most of this back if they go and get Gallo, Story, and a pitcher. But, um... I don't expect them to do that. 
I'll take two out of three. Give me one of the bats and a pitcher, and I'll I'll almost forgive this nonsense. And then you know we'll we'll end up missing the playoffs by like a game. It'll be even more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You know what's even better? We're we'd be first place in the NL East. Meanwhile, Tony's like, I'm in first, Tony's like, I'm in first place. I'm in first place. My team is so good. They're like eight games behind us, and we're 22 games out of first. I was looking at that before, and I was like, oh, the f- if only. If it's crazy. Only. No, it really is crazy. Like they were saying, um, like if you talk to a Yankee fan, if you talk to a Met fan, it's like completely different like feelings about their season. Like Yankee fans are miserable. Met fans are fucking like jerking off to it. And the Yankees, like, and the Mets have the same exact record. And it's yep. like, what the fuck? Yep. So uh, I think we're done with baseball because yeah. fuck Tony. He's not here to, to keep talking about fuck it. The fuck Yankees. him. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Mets. Fuck Tony. Fuck everybody except, like, the Padres at this point because let's go Padres. What? You, know what, you know what sucks, Frank? Like, the Padres were fun. But now they're kind of annoying because they're just trying to buy ev- everyone. Steven? And it's just it's just annoying. Steven. Like they're just, they, They've become the annoying team in the NL West. Steven, how dare you when the Dodgers still exist and hmm. are probably going to trade for Joey Gallo, Trevor Story, and three pitchers by the time I finish the sentence? They're going, they're going hard for Scherzer, apparently. Yeah, so they'll get Scherzer, they'll get Berrios, and they'll get fucking Joey Gallo, and then maybe Trevor Story will go fucking – they'll implement the DH now, and the Padres will trade for Trevor Story in that case. <laughs> right. The Padres still annoy me. I can't get on that train. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Let's go one-minute drills. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> Anybody want to go first? Let Diego's go first. Go ahead, Diego, since we shat on your your hopes and dreams. Um, I was going to talk about the Olympics, but more specifically the U.S. men's basketball team that are playing like absolute fucking trash. Evan Fournier has said it best where they are great individual players, but they can't play like a fucking team. And they honestly can't. I mean, just looking at the stat line from the game against France, Kevin Durant did nothing. What, 10 points he had. Devin Booker, ass cheeks, four points. Bam Adebayo is probably their best player on the floor, along with Drew Holiday. Um, It's just fucking terrible. Like, they need to pull it together. Um, They had the exhibition games. Fine. You lose the first one. It's your first time doing it. But I think Patrick Ewing had said at best, like, you can't compare these guys as the dream team because, one, they are not the dream team because they're not playing collectively. And, two, it's it's pretty relevant and pretty eye-opening that there are a lot of teams across different countries that have developed and are competitive in basketball. It's not like how it was where USA was above everyone else. Like you have Slovenia. I mean, Luka Doncic is a one-man show with dropping almost 50 points and winning games. But there are a lot of teams that are more competitive in the Olympics, and USA can't think that a gold medal is that easy. So you signed up, fucking compete. Uh, Popovich has to do a little bit better as a coach, too. I, I think he needs to take some of the blame with, with Steve Kerr. Um, but they need to fucking turn it around because if they don't win their next game, they're, they're not moving on to the next round. So they need to win these next two games um, 
they need to win. They need to blow out the fucking teams in the next two games. If not, I mean, it's a fucking disgrace. And that's my one minute drill. Nailed it. Um, I'll go since the other two look like Steven taking a nap. Pose is trying to Google a fucking one minute drill. <laughs> oh no, I have mine. Okay, I'll go anyway. Um, this drops on Wednesday. If you're listening to us as this drops later tonight is AEW Fight for the Fallen. Terrible name, I know. I'm sorry. But the big news out of that is that Nick fucking Gage, Murder, Death, Kill Gang, Hate Club, all day, the fucking king of this shit, Nick Gage is going to wrestle Chris Jericho on goddamn television. And I am excited. The Deathmatch King, the fucking GOAT, I love Nick Gage. Watch him. He's going to pizza cutter Jericho's face, and it's going to be fucking amazing. It's going to be on cable. Also in AEW news, it looks like they're signing CM Punk and Brian fucking Danielson. And it's rumors are that these are like complete deals. And like this, this is a thing that's happening. And this is the kind of thing that will completely change the landscape of wrestling. This isn't just oh, the startup's doing good. This is, oh, they took two of the biggest names in wrestling from WWE and said, hey, go fuck yourself. These are our guys now. They're bringing CM Punk back to wrestling. They're making Daniel, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan is a household name. He's one of the WWE guys. It would be tremendous if this happens. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, big rumor, New York, that big New York show, they're playing at art, they're, having a show at Arthur Ashe the first time in New York, Eddie Kingston's homecoming shouts out Uh, CM Punk or fucking Brian Danielson might show up and I'm going to lose my fucking mind. That's it for me. Thanks. Mm. Boza, you want to go? I said I wasn't going to waste time on the Yankees. I lied anyway. Um, (laughs) Trevor's story is apparently the biggest piece the Yankees are chasing right now. And Brian Cashman is still unwilling to trade any of his top prospects, which is just a Brian Cashman trait at this point. He holds on to guys for too long, as we've seen, and eventually they turn out to be either just mediocre players or busts. Um, Listen, if the ask is like Jason Dominguez, obviously no. But if the ask is here like Clark Schmidt, like you have to consider it here. If it's Debbie Garcia, you have to consider it because honestly, especially you to, if you're not, you're not using Debbie Garcia, fucking guys up anyway. When we're throwing out fucking bullpen games and Nick Nelson and God knows what else is starters. So what the fuck are you holding on to them for? But yep. that's that's just Brian Cashman. So that's <laughs> my one minute. There's yeah. no point in keeping guys that need to be developed when your manager is terrible at developing players when they the, the entire farm system outside of Jason Dominguez should be available for trade. Yeah. Absolutely. Jason Dominguez is supposed to be your one sure thing. Everybody except for him. Everybody except for him. Steve, you want to go? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with some hockey because the Flyers have been I don't know what it is with my Teams that have just uh, not really done much in the last few years, but Flyers making a ton of moves too. They just traded for Ryan Ellis from the Preds, so we got a top D man that can hopefully pair up with probably uh, 
Kravarov pretty well. We traded for Rasmus. I love his name, so I'm going to say the full name. Rasmus Ristolainen. Such a great name. Um, traded for him from the Sabres. And then we also traded for Cam Atkinson. But I, that was more of a, a salary dump for uh, salary dump of Jacob Voracek, which is pretty sad because when I became a Flyers fan, it was like Claude Giroux, like Jacob Voracek and Wayne Simmons. And those were like the – like that was like our top line. It was a lot of fun to watch them. So uh, – Thanks for the memes, Jake. I don't know what the hell the Flyers are doing, honestly, because we were great COVID year, then absolute dog shit this past year. We're trying to remake ourselves, but I think that we we grossly overpaid for Bristol Line, and I think the Ellis trade was great, and I think the Atkinson trade was probably even better just because we got rid of, the, of all of the – like we got rid of Varchek's salary. I think the only thing left, and I think what a lot of Flyers fans want, is for us to trade for Tarasenko. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of exciting moves, and you know, Flyers are doing what they need to do: add some physicality, bring in a top D man, and clear up some cap space. So so far, pretty pretty positive, even if we have uh, overpaid on some of those. Go Flyers. Anybody know if Tony's joining us? No. Uh, well, would you look at that? Is he? It looks like... It, Tony, are you there? Tony? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Um, I just want to talk about the Mets. I heard you guys shitting on them. And all I have to say is after splitting with the really hard team of the Atlanta Braves tonight, you know... They're, they're world beaters over there. The Mets, I'm clearing October, and I'm clearing November. Let's go, Mets. Bye-bye. I've got to go get married. Bye, Tony. See you at the wedding. All right. I'm happy Tony made it. That was that was very nice of him to show up. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to make it. I, thought, I, I think he's getting confused. I think he thinks the Braves are the team of last year. He is... He's a silly boy. He's just too busy with the wedding, I guess. He's got too much wedding stuff going on. He just really doesn't know. Um, so, yeah, that'll do it for One Minute Drills. That'll do it for the episode. It was very nice to have Steven back-to-back weeks. That's the first time in a while we've had that. So that was awesome. Tony's I'll getting – I'll be on for a third next week. There's There will be no, uh, no surprises. I'll be on. Wedding episode, baby. It's just as nice to have Joe back-to-back weeks. Uh, yeah, this is, you're right. This might be the first back-to-back Joe time since, like, May. Joe, I kind of wish that you said that you couldn't do the podcast tonight because you were building Legos because Boza would blow a fucking gasket on, on the <laughs> we made, on pod. I, made I'd be mad more yesterday. because he didn't invite me to do the Harry Potter castle. Also, he made a dent in it. It's over 8,000 pieces. Asshole. So you bought you bought Hogwarts, but you didn't buy a Millennium Falcon. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. I see how We're it out is. Of time. Rude. Uh, uh, you know what? Good answer, Joe. Good answer. That's why we keep you around. Anyways, so uh, Tony and Danielle get married on Friday. So uh, expect a wedding episode, a wedding recap next uh, next week. 
and congratulations to those two, even though they're fucking married already. It's we're celebrating their one year anniversary. That's what we're really doing. And uh write down the card, you won't. I'm he totally will. No, no, he's gonna hold be on. like, What do you mean write down the card? I already gave him a card last year when he's hold on, about hold on, hold on. We're almost done. For 914 Sports. Bye. 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 Bye.